Welcome to the Call to Serve podcast. An inside look at missionary service and its lifelong impact. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Call to Serve podcast. Nathan here. Um, got another amazing episode for you. It's uh, an episode here with, I'm with Kobe Kessler. Uh, he's from Idaho Falls, Idaho. And uh, he has a mission call to serve over in Guatemala. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to butcher this, but it's Quetzaltenango, something like that. It's um, <laughs> pretty exotic. So it's exciting. Um, Kobe, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. Thanks for coming on the podcast. We're excited to hear your story and to learn from you. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Cool. So, you know, the question we love to ask, and this is like the first one that we always ask is what led you to decide, you know, to just to serve a mission, you know, out of all the things you could do, you know, you decided to serve a mission. Why? Why is that? Well, I think just my whole life, I've always, the plan has always been to serve a mission. I've had older cousins serve on missions. My dad served a mission and he's told me his story. So the whole, the plan was to always serve a mission. I feel like it's the least I can do. So, yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. I think it helps a lot to have those role models. You know what I mean? Like, um, sure. you know, for me, it was, it was similar, you know, my older brother served and, you know, my dad served. And I think, I think that makes a big difference. Just, you know, who you, you know, I guess who you look up to. Right. Sure. Um, definitely inspiring. Um, you know, what, what was your story? You know, was there any point in time where you're like, yeah, like this is for sure the right thing. Like, do you feel like you had any like spiritual experiences that they kind of led you that direction? Um, and if so, like, would you, would you mind sharing? Well, yeah. I mean, like I said, I've always, I've always knew, known I've wanted to serve a mission, mm-hmm. but I have an older brother that's a year older than me. And growing up, we were like super tight. I did everything with him. I shared a room with him my whole life. I played on the same basketball team with him my whole life. We, we shared everything. He was my, he was my best friend and I was kind of part of his friend group. So we had like seven or eight of us. And this last year, they all left on their missions. So I've kind of got to hear all their stories. And it's gotten me super, super excited to go serve the Lord because I know that's where I need to be. And I know that's where all young men need to be at, at this time in their lives. So just seeing how my brother has changed and how all my friends have changed, it just kind of testified to me like that's that's where I need to be. I need to be out in the mission field at this point in my life. That's awesome. That's really cool. I think it's really inspiring. You know, I mean, seeing people change, um, you know, we talked to a lot of people, you know, after their mission and that's a lot of people will say like, that was my, my favorite part of being a missionary is being able to see and help people change. And, you know, if we, if we go back to president Nelson's um, talk a little while back, he talked about, you know, repentance really is just change. And so essentially, you know, if you're changing, for the better you're repenting and you're becoming more like Christ. So I think it's cool that you bring that up. Um, and, you know, in terms of those listening that are still, you know, thinking about serving a mission, um, you know, what would you, what advice would you give them, you know, that they, you know, would have, would have helped you? Well, I think I can't really speak for the young women, but as far as the young men, uh, like we were called to serve, I get, I don't think it it really should be a choice for us because I think the way I see it is our Savior, if we think about all he has sacrificed for us, 
just the love I have for him, how, how could I, how, how could I not serve a mission? Right. Like the way it's the least I could do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's a, I think it's a good phrase, you know, like, cause, cause truthfully, you know, really you bring up a good point, you know, out of all that the savior has done for us, which is literally everything, you know, if it weren't for him, there would be no point to, to life, no point to, to the plan of salvation. There would be no plan. Exactly. And so, yeah, I like, I like that you bring that up. You know, it's the least, it's the least you can do, you know? And, you know, it reminds me of another conference talk by um, president Oaks, where he talks about, you know, there was this lady that was like, you know, well, what has Christ done for me? And, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's kind of a loaded question because it's like, what has he not done for you? Right. Back. So that's, that's cool. So yeah, it's the, I mean, I'm just, I'm just writing this down here. It's the least, it's the least I can do. That's, that's, it's just, I think there's a lot of power in that. Yeah, for sure. So, and that kind of goes along with the hymn, right. You know, because I have been given much, I too must give. And, you know, it's just exactly. the message of, you know, Hey, you know, literally everything that I have is from God. So why not, why not go out there and share? And I think of kind of putting it into that perspective. I feel like a lot of young men, they tend to think about what they're giving up, like what they're sacrificing. Right. I feel like we're all sacrificing something when we go, like we all have our insecurities and we all have our egos and we all want to go a certain direction in our lives. But I think just like, I think it was Uchtdorf talked about it in talk where I might, I may be wrong, but he said, just make Christ the center of your life. So if, if we make the Christ the center of our life in this, then it's not really much of a decision anymore. You know, if that's, if that's what we're thinking about rather than all our sacrifices, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's true. Yeah. It really just comes down to your focus, right? I mean, what are you focused on? I mean, you know, if your heart is set on things of the world and things that, are, you know, are maybe not as good, you know, they're good things, but they're not the better or the best things, then, right. you know, it's, it's not gonna, it's not gonna last. Exactly. That's awesome. Well, thanks for bringing that up. And, you know, I like to ask people because, you know, I, I I'm, Obviously, you know, I love the scriptures and I'm sure you do as well. You know, have there been any scripture stories or particular scriptures that have inspired you or helped you along your way? Uh, well, I mean, all of them are inspirational, but right. I mean, the story of Nephi, I really love the story of Nephi, just how he is uh, perse persevered. Like he was always going through trials and getting persecuted, but it never really phased him. And he was able to stay strong through that all and still be a leader. And I, I just love that story of, of just Nephi and that, what all he went through. Yeah. Yeah. It's a powerful, it's a powerful story. It really is. And I think there's so many different lessons you can learn from it. Right. I mean, we can we learn that, you know, not families aren't perfect. <laughs> right. I mean, his brothers literally like tried to kill him a couple times. <laughs> and, right. um, you know, you got to rely on the Lord, you know, you can stay strong, even though, you know, you're going through a ton of hardships and many of which, you know, we're not going to even have to go through, you know, the same ones that Nephi did. Right. Right. And kind of like missions are going to be hard, but if we like rely on these stories of Nephi, like, I don't think my mission is going to be any harder than what he had to go through. So if we can just rely on our savior and put our trust in him, then it could be the best two years of our lives, you know? Right. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that's just this is powerful, you know, because it really comes down to your focus. You know, if you're focusing on the Lord, if you're focusing on like 
you know, this is my offering, you know, my sacrifice, you know, my, my time to serve. Right. And, you know, if you're focusing and your focus is in the right place, then it really can be, you know, some of the best time of your life. Right. So that's excellent. Um, Kobe, any final thoughts before we sign off? No, not for me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kobe, for, uh, for sharing your story and just for, you know, for sharing your advice and your wisdom here. Um, it's been great having you on the show. Um, you know, have a, have a great mission over in Guatemala. You're going to be an amazing missionary. So uh, Godspeed. All right. Thank you. Thanks for having me. If you or someone you know is preparing for or currently serving a mission, check out the Called to Serve Mission Journals using the description below. They are specific to each mission and are based on the state or national flag. They've got a nice clean look. And Elder Richard G. Scott once said, quote, Write down in a secure place the important things you learn from the Spirit. You will find that as you write down precious impressions, often more will come. Also, the knowledge you gain will be available throughout your life. Close quote. The official Call to Serve mission journals are now live and available for purchase. We now have all the Australia, Mexico, and most of the United States missions live, available now. If you have trouble finding the mission you're looking for, please send us an email at calledtoservepodcast at gmail.com. Tap the link in the description below to pick up your journal today.